What's up, aka Padgers? I am Peter A. DeLuca, another known as aka Pad, and welcome to the aka Pad's Audio Audacity Podcast, episode 204. Get ready because we're jumping into how geeks destroyed geekdom. It's something that's been on my mind for quite some time, and yeah, uh, it's something I really don't want to get into, but I feel like uh, now's a good time. So let's hit that intro and get to it. babbling a little bit at that intro uh look a lot of times when i sit down i'm just sitting down uh i'm coming in from pretty much of a unexpected wild night uh monday <laughs> so if you follow me on social media i barely posted at all i had some twitter responses uh some some backs and forths um you know and uh, one of those backs and forths in particular kind of is is triggering um me sitting down so usually monday nights i reserve uh i essentially reserve monday nights to do nothing and to recalibrate and to build momentum for the week uh this has been uh, you know a standard practice of mine for quite some time now uh and there's only a few exceptions that that will get me out of the of the aka podcast audio audacity (laughs) <laughs> studio on a uh, Monday night and last night uh look look uh, I'm, I'm a man that loves stories I love legend I love lore uh and a lot of these stories uh they're in my own life I mean they're they're in my day-to-day and last night was was one of those stories and uh, I went into it expecting there to be a story because I would say you know like midwinter we had this really crazy gnarly rainstorm um and at the time my residence uh yeah i spent uh, a good chunk of time with just dealing with this uh ungodly leaking roof that even my uh management company just could not fix uh, i took a month to fix it and so going back uh there was this gnarly storm uh completely just you know like i would say like it started to affect my mood and some of my work also um you know like not like a lot but just just enough to kind of stick with me and one of these nights uh one of my female friends uh she uh wanted to uh you know we had this pre-arranged thing to where um there's this place called topspin here in philly and it's like a ping pong bar it's 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 a gimmicky place it's it's a place that all the beckys post for the ig and you know like there's uh, there's a, a tub of ping pong balls that that you can uh, take pictures in so <laughs> um you know with with all of that uh you know like it, it, like at its core it's not really like a place that appeals to me but uh this girl wanted me to meet like her family and yeah this 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 girl means a lot to me and yeah i agree because like one of her family members won this like complete vip package for this place and she's like we're gonna be there saturday night um you know let's go and we we ended up hanging out like that friday so she spent the night and then you know and so we spent saturday together now at this point i was getting hit with a virus um severely uh and 
it was like one of the slow creeping viruses and it kind of came out of nowhere on the, the level it hit me meaning like i woke up on saturday and just really felt like i just had to sleep it off and i was with this girl and i like just couldn't because you're constantly doing things so i went into the day hoping to almost like will it to disappear and then what happened was uh we splintered off for her to like get ready hang out with her family uh like you know she was getting some you know guests to come over and yeah and then i would like almost like uh rest recalibrate get ready and meet up with her either at her place or at at this top spin place and that just didn't happen it just didn't happen uh i just fell into a very deep sleep and you know went into the mood of just like resting until i had like a full recovery now that's my process for whenever i get a virus it's been like that for quite sometimes but this was like the first time in about i would say about six years that i you know like couldn't do something because i didn't feel well enough uh now and that this includes sick days too at the uh, nine to five so <laughs> if, if you don't know where this is going she was terribly disappointed because you know i later i got the uh family members were asking about you thrown in my face and we were hanging out earlier and you were bouncing around and you seemed fine and it's like you know like there's there's no comeback for that it's you um like you're just lost <laughs> like don't even try and argue so that was that situation and uh, that night too also was like a very bad leak that started to come into uh my residence and i i was like sick partially sleeping uh you know just kind of not with it but dealing with that also and look 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 luckily like there was protocols in place to uh quickly move things around if the leaking ever like picked up so you know these these are things i had in place and and i had like in motion the entire time but it it didn't matter it it, like the leak uh, some damage things (laughs) you know the rearrangement being ill and just a gnarly bad rainstorm it was just a really awful like saturday weekend for me maybe the last uh maybe the worst weekend of all of last year so last night same girl you know she's still in my life we she kind of came back from this big event at the union league in philly with family and it was like a graduation thing and she's so i you know we've been talking all day and i'm like hey what are you and like everyone doing are you guys going out afterwards because right where the union league is in philly uh it's right in downtown and there's a ton of spots to go to and the union league is a very high-end prestigious club um you have to be nominated by three members just to get in and it's mostly uh old money ceos and you know it's 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 a place to almost like share ideas and to network but it's a very high level networking venture or place so you know but they do events that that you can go to so i get home (laughs) i get home and and i'm like yes like i'm here uh i'm free calls like you know i i got the message before uh, or i I didn't get any messages to to do anything so i i get home and I, i immediately start to uh start the process decompress do all of these things 
uh, and then uh, I did that for about 10 minutes. And usually my decompression is stripping down to my underwear, jumping on my bed with a book. Uh, the book right now that I'm, um, I'm obsessed with is The Power of Corruption, Caliglia. And uh, the book is just blowing my mind. Not in a fashion that you would expect because... <laughs> Like, supposedly, uh, <laughs> a lot of things we think we know about Caliglia is evidence of bad PR rather than horrific acts. So, that's a little bit of a disappointment. But I like stuff like this. So, I just start reading and I get the message. And she's like, hey, we're going to such and such. And I said, uh, and she's like, but, you know, I don't know how long we're staying there, this and that. Now, this girl has a good-sized family. And, you know, everyone is, is pretty much, like, you know, like, well off, I would say. Like, they, they got things figured out. Uh, I just wrote back. I said, I'm, I'm on my way. I'm on my way. And so I changed. I just changed into summertime gear. Uh, gray camo, chino shorts, boat shoes, a very loose, loose, but no, I would say very thin Henley. Uh, you know, not very loose. <laughs> and, and I just, I get out of here in about 10 minutes, take a quick shower, change, and I'm out. And then, like, boom, immediately starts raining. <laughs> so, like, every time I'm supposed to meet uh, this girl's extended family, uh, I get I get totally bombed and totally rained on. But, uh, yeah, and we had a great night. Uh, you know, it kind of went into some of the, the later evening, you know, until, like, 11, 30, 12 o'clock. Uh, a lot of alcohol, uh, you know, just you know like a lot of camaraderie i'll say and for a monday night it wasn't full rager but it was still alcohol infused and they you know, like an all go no quit type type night because i don't i don't like to slow down even around those, like anyone else you know like i'm ordering two drinks at a time vodka red bull with a beer uh cheapest beer they have vodka red bull and like we're rocking and rolling and yeah, and then I spent the night at her place because we ended back at her place to continue the uh, celebration. And uh, so that was a redemption arc for me. Uh, I, you know, like as soon as I saw the opportunity for me to go and to even pop in and kind of uh, pop in quickly and unexpectedly, I took the chance. And, you know, believe it or not, the top spin night uh, did come come up it did it did come up and it, you know like it just felt good it felt good to get that monkey off my back because it killed me it killed me not showing up that day it really did like or, or that night it, it, it like it, it's really been bugging the living hell out of me and I'm just happy I'm happy to even like uh, have the opportunity to to make it back up to everyone by gracing them with my presence. Um, there's there's some snarkiness to, to that, but yeah. So that's my that's my ten minute long story. Oh my god, people, <laughs> what is happening here? Well, look, this is a part of the uh, the experimentation that uh, continues to be my podcast. Is is yeah maybe part audio log. Uh, if you people like it, let me know. But yeah, so over the weekend, Dark Phoenix came out. The previous episode, I kind of went into a little bit of detail on on this. Uh, meaning that these, uh, you know, like the uh, the expectations and, and, and that the, the idea that this movie was 
predestined to, to bomb is just it's just erroneous it, it makes no sense and oh, over the weekend um you know i <laughs> my big project was to completely reinforce my bed with nothing but steel brackets because uh it basically broke from banging uh <laughs> so that was like i spent like like just about 60 bucks on everything you know and i still need more but it, but fixing things is easier than replacing them and you save time so on my way back i hit this this one vendor on broad street that sells bootleg movies and i made a deal with him three movies 10 bucks so i got aladdin because everyone trashes it I got Godzilla because it's Godzilla. And I got X-Men because I love the X-Men. X-Men, Dark Phoenix, Godzilla, King of Monsters. Aladdin as Aladdin. And got home, immediately watched Godzilla. And loved it. Loved Godzilla. Watched X-Men. Loved it. Watched Dark Phoenix again. Loved it. And I'm waiting to, to get into Aladdin. So, this is weird, because if you go into the critics, if you go into what's happening on YouTube, these are horrible movies. The characters and the human parts are just wrong. They're not human enough. There, there is not enough human story in, in like, a portrayal of humanity, if that makes any sense. And, and that's really the core of a lot of the, the Godzilla um like mythology and lore you know like um a lot of it has to do with responsibility for the environment family and our connection to nature uh i don't know i saw that in godzilla king of monsters uh i think the the, the fighting incredible i could say the same about dark phoenix incredible action sequences the uh you see the x-men work as a team and stacking their powers uh one of my long loves for days of future past when the x-men are fighting the sentinels and you see how the how they stack their powers against the sentinels and it's just you know like those those fight sequences are, are maybe the best uh within the uh x-men film franchise and look it, where is this disconnect coming from like that's my that's my plea like that's what i want to know because even yesterday on Twitter, I'm not going to name his name, but a uh, an author, a writer, uh, it somehow it comes up on my feed, and I've been drinking. <laughs> uh, look, look, you got to rock and roll sometimes there, kids. And uh, it's just a comment of they should have, uh, they didn't have enough time. Why would they do Dark Phoenix if they couldn't build up Jean Grey more? Like this, this, this and that. And I wrote back. I said, look. Dark Phoenix is it's a solid movie. Uh, and the other times that we've seen the Dark Phoenix, or you know, like within cinema, X-Men 3, Apocalypse, and now Dark Phoenix, uh, each time it's, a, uh, it's an iteration. And, you know, there is a viewpoint uh, taken uh, from the comic and put into this. Now, what you're talking about is like this complete adaptation okay fox was in no position for a complete adaptation okay this is their version of the ideas of the phoenix and they they picked out what they wanted and they applied it into their universe and they found a way for it to work uh, period like if from my point of view the phoenix entity 
doesn't even have to be alien. In the comic book, it's alien. Okay, it doesn't have to be alien. I mean, we're dealing with mutants here. It could still be a mutation. The idea of the Phoenix is that uh, Jean Grey becomes all-powerful and evil. That's the like somewhat of the the transformation, like the, the transformation point within Dark Phoenix. But so. Yeah, you know, like, and he goes, well, no, it's a, it's a, I'm making more of a point on, like, basic storytelling, like, this and that. And I'm like, even from a basic storytelling standpoint, it, it, Fox delivered. They, it, it, you know, like, these movies somewhat, you have to look at these movies as somewhat being standalone, okay? That's the only way that they exist is being standalone, okay? This idea of, of a shared cinematic universe is is a fantasy it doesn't really exist because from movie to movie even within the mcu guess what you make concessions and you have to have a short-term memory because there's a lot of things that make zero sense and to me a shared universe is simply putting one character in one movie and putting him in another movie with another character that's a shared universe we're sharing characters then continuity is a little bit of a bonus when it works but most of the time it's not endgame does not work at all it's a continuity mess it's a shared universe mess okay uh if we apply what we love about endgame then everyone collectively has to come together and honor and collectively love Terminator Genesis. Because Genesis does the same thing to the Terminator timeline that Endgame didn't. But for some reason, they make the concessions for Endgame and they don't apply to Genesis. It makes zero sense to me. So, getting back to Godzilla. This movie is everything you would want from a American Godzilla movie. I thought the 2014 Godzilla is everything you would want from an American Godzilla movie. I think Godzilla and Godzilla King of Monsters as a one-two punch. It's just one of the the, great, the greatest one-two punches we have today just when it comes to new franchises and new opportunities because I look at this Godzilla as a new franchise. I'm sorry. I get it. I know it's an adaptation. I know I've been vocal about new ideas and and you know like not really focusing on things that were i want new things i get it but if you know if we treat godzilla as a new <laughs> like franchise it's a win it's a total win uh we're, we're three movies into what's uh supposed to be a shared universe and I, I can't wait for godzilla king kong or king kong godzilla or kong godzilla or kongzilla can we just put the two? Do you guys remember that the the Randy Bowen Kongzilla uh, model kit? No, okay, that's a really deep geek reference there. And so this is what I mean about the uh, erosion of the geek community and how geeks have destroyed how we are looking at this. And I I don't want to say geeks because I think the average moviegoer loves this crap. They just love going to the movies. I don't understand how our reviewers and our influ have our influencers can't have the same approach. I really do want to like harken back to like almost like a Harry Knowles, like an Any Cool News uh, love, you know, like an infinite love of everything first, and then uh, a fair criticism afterwards. Okay, I mean, we need to get back to th th that type of attitude, that type of thinking. Because 
the counter to that, the opposite of that, destroys the X-Men franchise, okay? See, what the community, what all you vocal minority fellows out there, what you don't understand is that what you did with the Dark Phoenix, you have taken any incentive away from Marvel to take a shot at that franchise now. See, we knew X-Men was far off. Kevin Feige has said the X-Men is far off. But if they had any idea to push it forward, it's not there now. Okay? Because the Dark Phoenix has just destroyed the perception of the X-Men, the idea of the X-Men. And they had good momentum, even post-X-Men Apocalypse. X-Men Apocalypse is just uh, a stained-up good like super powered movie it's not so much of an x-men movie it's more of a of an apocalypse movie which you know the title but the x-men really aren't x-men much in apocalypse and uh but i i watch that movie all the time i love it and now we have godzilla okay i mean look godzilla opened at 50 50 million should have been 75 should have been 80 uh you know and and uh, there's no adulation for what's on screen for Godzilla. I mean, and we get some of these basic arguments. It's dark. It's raining. It's this and that. Uh, look, look, look. When it comes to kaiju, you want dark and rainy. Okay? Pacific Rim, dark and rainy. Pacific Rim 2, um, something, 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 whatever the heck that's called. Not dark and rainy. Completely lost. It doesn't look real. Okay? When, when these giant creatures are in natural light, it doesn't look real. Look at the Power Rangers movie. Look at the Power Rangers revamp, which I completely back. I completely love the, the Power Rangers update. Okay? Look how that is lit. It doesn't exactly get sold. It gets sold when it's dark. For whatever reason, giant creatures work in the darkness. They don't work in daylight. But... Yeah, everyone on their high horse makes these very platitude uh, arguments on storyline and characters and lighting. Like they actually know, like they're applying constructive thinking into what is before their eyes. Which is weird, because I'm sure if those same reviewers went into a museum, their eye would be so much more critical and exact. And it would be actually be asking the right questions if they're in the museum. Looking at sculptures and paintings and, and, and so forth. They're, they're, they would be asking the right questions. They would be looking for intent. None of that is happening in cinema. None, none of that is happening with modern film review and discussion and cinephiling. None of it. And it's harmful and it hurts. Because Dark Phoenix should have had more people show up for it. Should There at least should have been an adulation for that movie. Same with Godzilla. But there is, hey, what's up, Dal? But there is a zero level of adulation when it comes to these two movies. And because that happened, the, the franchises are a little bit tarnished. Now, we're in an age where the MCU kind of has little hyper excitement. Star Wars is really the worst it's ever been. No X Men. We're losing Godzilla. People are somewhat already tired of the Disney live-action remakes. I'm not sure what's on the horizon. I'm not. And it's uh, it's a little bit scary if you if you love going to the movies and you love content. And you like just being 
transported and thrilled because I use movies for brain dumps. Like when I when I've had too much talking in my ear, too many sit downs, uh, too many emails in one day. I just like coming home and watching a movie, like or starting to watch a movie and just just drift away and then you know get the energy and go work out. Okay. And yeah, and keep in mind, my gym's a good mile from where I live. I walk a, walk two miles back and forth ju- just to go work out. That's how I stay slim. But so, keep that in mind. Look, we can still turn the tide. Uh, you know, me, you, us, aka Padgers, on social media. And if, if we really get into a critical eye, and yeah, be con- constructive and vocal on what we feel doesn't work in these movies... But not be uh, reactionary and not not kind of uh, you know demonize people for stating their thoughts and opinions, but welcoming all thoughts and opinions and and applying uh, comments with care, like you know, like uh, replying with um, with some insight or you know even admitting when we're wrong along the way. These are the things that that uh, are diseases on social media that have now affected culture. Okay, and and we saw it this, this past weekend because it's not the box office is not looking good. It's not we're we're in summer and we're not having giant bash hits. We're not having people like running around with their hair on fire, talking about movies, waiting to see things. So hey 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 everyone, this is AKA Pad from the AKA Pad's Audio Audacity Podcast, episode two hundred and four. I'm out of here, but good morning. And let's rock and roll and let's do some things today. I love you.